Say Bible Podcast. <laughs> what is this? Say Bible Podcast. A podcast for the Kardashian Connoisseur. Totally forgot why we were here. The Kardashian Cursed. The Kardashian Castle Crumble. That was like a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> I literally would die for CC. If there was anyone in this family, I would lay down my life for. Obviously, Northwest aside, it's fucking cousin CC because the stuff she has to do just to just she just wants to sit down and be around. But they're like, you know what, CC, we need you to come film. Yeah, and the, and the theatrics the that couch. horrible <laughs> that horrible website they gave her to run. Kardashian like, closet. Then finding out. You know, everything we find out later in this episode, like, and I know she's had medical problems, but it's like, she always has her hair in that, like, same, like, bob. It's like, they have the best, like, like, they just trot her out. It's like, and even some of the parties, she's in dresses that you know that they wore, like, a decade earlier, that she probably had to pay for herself from Kardashian Closet. It's like, why do you do this to this old lady? Like... Why are you I torturing her? Bare minimum, give CC a web designer. Yeah. Bare fucking minimum. Right, exactly. Closet shouldn't look this bad. <laughs> well, and then they promo it because they're making some cut off the sh- crap they sell. And at least when MJ's on screen, you can tell that she agrees to do it, but doesn't really do what they tell her to do. Or like, like she's like MJ is like, all right, I'll film. Like, I feel like Cece is, like, fighting for her life every time they bring her around. Cece is, like, this... I do love Cece. She's such a ball of energy when she's on camera. Here's the thing. that Here's why it doesn't fit when Cece's on camera. She's so genuine and so kind of real. Yeah, she doesn't match. Like, she would be great, like, on Bravo or something. Like, hey! Versus these stoic people that are, like... Tell me the Kardashian history. You know what I mean? Well, that, yeah. And that's why it makes it even more irksome when you see her at all their parties. They all talk about how much they love her. It's like, okay, get her a decent stylist. Like, make the website more, like, sleek. I don't know the right word. Professional. No, definitely. Professional. <laughs> current, current in this century. Like, I just feel like. And especially we'll talk about it later when we get to her part of this episode. They trot her out as a way to A, keep a connection to Robert. And B, to be like, everyone in our family is taken care of. All right, well, then do a better job. Give her a better website. I could make her a better website. That episode when they took her to Paris for Fashion Week, which I was like, oh, cool. I was a little bit like, huh? When she said, I've always wanted to go to Paris Fashion Week. I can't believe Because I'm thinking... Right, exactly. You know how many times the Kardashian Jenner, who, well, I guess you could just do Kardashian. She don't really know those Jenners. Yeah. But the Kardashians have been to a Paris Fashion Week. Right. And it's like, you don't have to take your dad's cousin to everything. But if you're going to trot her out like a make a wish the kid whenever you feel like it to make you guys yeah, seem more human, make a wish the kid, make a wish kid, like, when I feel like, and I hate, this isn't Cece's fault. It feels like anytime she's around, it's, it's, it's serving them. Like it's trying to humanize them or, or again, yeah, go back to I, like I agree. a connection to Robert. And I'm like, this lady deserves better. <laughs> they definitely, 
have her in scenes that feel a little more feel goody, warm, warm. I want Cece, if you're going to put her on the show, get her in the drama. Like, have Courtney cuss her out or something. Yeah. Let's get a Instead of have her be like a, like, oh, cousin Cece's here, like the elder statesman. <laughs> but like, we're not going to give her a nice website. We're not going to give her a, a makeover. We're not going to let her actually say anything natural. But look how sweet we are that we take care of her. It's like, okay, okay. Cousin Cece. I mean, we can jump right in the episode because we just had one. Yeah. But I was going to do I'll Chloe. Say, any- anyway, I was like going to get all her stuff out of the way so we can yeah. keep going. <laughs> I was going to caveat um, just for closure, for closure, forewarning, whatever the right word is. You're doing great um, today with words. <laughs> you sound like I'm me. turning into Natalie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have been... Um, learning my new job so I've been like reading and listening a lot so my brain is like totally scrambled um but yeah so I attempted the new headphones as a mic last week and it sounded pretty bad sorry to everybody so we're back on my computer mic and that's as good as you guys are gonna get (laughs) because I've tried getting external mics and it's a pain in the butt so anyways just wanted to caveat that nice 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 PSA so yeah I was gonna get Chloe's stuff out of the way because I felt like this episode I was left thinking she could have sat this one out. Like how Courtney isn't in some episodes or Kendall and Kylie. Like it's no shade yeah. to Chloe. It's just the stuff she was doing. She could just not did it. Yeah. By the end of this episode, I was like, oh, I think I actually enjoyed, you know, the latter two thirds. Uh, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. going back and thinking about the beginning with the Chloe part and that man. Yeah. It was kind of, it felt forced. Like even oh, and then no. I guess the CC part was at the end, but yeah, Chloe's portion felt like the least like necessary. Well, I remember they filmed her like getting true ready for school, and I'm like, we don't have to do this. Like, we believe that she's a mom. You don't have to convince us she's yeah. getting true ready. It's well, it was and funny. And then the baby's to- like crawling in. It's like okay, if the baby's just crawling through the mansion, there's obviously like help there. Yeah, and, and I thought it was. No one's judging it for having help. I would have help if I had the money. <laughs> but it's this, like, it's this, um, like, they want us to believe, like, once again, I'm a mom. It's so crazy. I, I didn't have time to make lunch I was last working night. last night to, like, do it, can you tell us what you were working on? Because, like, you were at the lumber mill. Like, it doesn't mean <laughs> your job isn't real, but, like, explain it. And then, like, oh, I didn't have time to make her lunch. Well, could someone else make the lunch? Or, like. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's just like they do stuff like this to seem relatable, but then they don't really give any explanation. And I find it way more interesting, like especially we talked about the other day, the Beckham documentary, where it's like, yeah, David Beckham keeps bees and has his own embroidered beekeeping suit. Like, do weird rich people stuff like that? He called out yeah. Victoria for like going to school in a Rolls yeah. Royce. Like, I was like, okay, this segment feels forced, but also like, what were you doing till eleven? Could you, like, well, elaborate? I'd love to know what you're working on. And, like, you could say, like, thank God I have some nannies to help get, get these days off. But, like, I really like to be there in the morning for my kids because the routine is really important for them. Something like that. But wait, wakes up at 5 a.m. Got to go to the gym. So. But can you leave the stuff? And after this. So is the gym more important than making your kids lunch? Well, my thing is, like, we just don't need all this. Because to Kathleen's point. We don't believe that you're just 
a single mom who works two jobs. You know, like we don't leave your well, like, and she's like pulling it. stuff out okay. of the fridge, and she has a literal grocery store in her kitchen. Yeah, and she has every single thing. Everything's packaged. Everything's perfectly organized. Like making her lunch takes like five seconds. The other thing I noticed in this scene that was very unsettling. Um, again, Chloe is very anti-therapy unless it's Tristan punishing himself. Uh, she was wearing like the booties on her shoes. Mm-hmm. as to not get any like dirt or scratches on the hardwood oh, yeah, floor yeah yeah she makes the crew do that too i believe that was very cringe yeah she's and got OCD i don't want to shame her for her like neuroses but i was like okay if you're gonna do all that i at least appreciate when you would like explain organizing your cookies it's like you're doing this like i'm just a mom i'm so tired i'm making your lunch Th- then here's a baby crawling through a mansion by himself and you're wearing booties on your shoes. Like, the suspended belief has now been interrupted by, like, wait, what the hell? Yeah. And it's just one of those scenes I felt, too, that, again, not to compare this to Bravo, but it's the best, most commonly watched. These type of scenes are what Bravo just films as transitions or just to show you who we're about to talk about or what yeah. the girls have been. Nobody yeah, on reality like- TV wants to see you get your kid ready for school. It's Yeah. The conversations in some of these scenes just feel so, like, set up to be like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm so normal and I'm a mom. And I'm not saying that Chloe doesn't, again, I, they're, she probably does like to be there for the morning routine. So just explain that. Like, meanwhile, in Housewives, you got, like, the counter talk with Whitney and Mary on Salt Lake City where Mary's like, someone in their congregation got launched off the freeway and landed in someone's yard. And the kids are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we need that. Yeah. It's like, exactly. In, in real housewives, it's like, they'll be standing at the counter making their kids lunch as just like filler. So that right. Mary Background. can tell this insane story, you exactly. know, it's like, exactly. But Chloe explaining what it's like to work late and get up <laughs> early and make your kids like, make this lunch. isn't, we're not watching a sitcom. Like, <laughs> I gotta pick out outfits. I gotta we know how through. this works. And like, you have an assistant, you have staff. Like, and again, it's like, I think they get this idea that they need to prove that they do this stuff. And we don't even yeah. care. We're like, I just, yeah. I- I- at least like explain it or don't just like talk about something else while you're like making her lunch, you know? And we still get the picture. So it was a, it was a weird scene. I felt, and I wasn't even mad. I was just kind of like, this feels unnecessary. Yeah, my attitude was Chloe didn't have to be in this episode. Like, why can't she sit it out like Courtney? But anyhow, so that was pretty much Chloe's presence. Yeah. She made lunch and she interviewed Cece for, she interviewed her saying that she's going to film it, edit it, and give it out as gifts. And it's, again, another, like, time capsule, which we've seen them, like, talk about time capsule. Like, they're not on a reality TV show all the time. Um, I think well, they were rich. MJ like, the too, amount right? of, like... Chloe said something about like, uh, I only have a couple pictures with my dad. No, we've seen so many. Like these people had staged, like, or not not staged, but like sit down portrait photography every holiday. They had camcorders. Like they we've as the public have seen so many how well documented this family was before they were even famous, because they were just wealthy, you know. Southern Californianers that had the means to do all this. Now, to be fair, like, I think the storytelling thing aspect might be interesting. And, like, there's, like, a lot of apps now where you can, like, interview your relatives and put together a book and stuff. But, like, yeah. 
I think too, like, um, unless we have different definitions of a lot of pictures, maybe she's like Kim and Courtney have 20,000. I only have 10,000. <laughs> Cause remember they put all those pictures in like, uh, Chris, Chloe probably has more pictures because she's younger and well, there was easier photography. Remember as a gift, Chris put all the pictures in this like media so they can like access it whenever they want to. And it was a gang of pictures. Yeah. But again, it felt like a forced narrative to be like, oh, like cousin Cece needs a contract this season. Chloe wants to remind us once again who her dad is and look at how much we love memories. And I kind of, it's kind of funny that they were doing this with Chloe when Courtney is talking to Tristan at the beginning. She talks about how much they're kind of like addicted to like nostalgia and one big happy family and all the special events and they never like deal with the bigger issues. Right. And I hate that when you still talk about this, but you led me down this rabbit hole. And Cece even said, oh, yeah, we've all even about family first. And I was like, oh, that's odd. Because that's Chris's, like, whole model. Family first, family first. Well, and then you <sighs> find out that Cece was, like, exiled. Disowned from the family. <laughs> yeah. And, again, that's not a slight on the CC or even the Kardashians like my dad's family went through a similar issue when there was a divorce in the family but it makes you wonder like does CC just feel like she, no one liked her so she like buddied up with Chris like I don't know like it just makes I, the dynamic even weirder where you're like they always paint this rosy story about how it was perfect and then no it wasn't they both cheated on each other they got divorced then he got a new girlfriend and then he died. Like, there's so much more to the story, but every time That's, that you revisit, revisit it, it's like Cece was somehow like the truth sayer. That's why you like, need the, the Christian or documentary that's gonna get yeah. <laughs> But of course, Chris is involved. Then, then you're like, yeah. well, yeah, the like, documentary oh, is this gonna be? <laughs> never mind. We're not getting Chris, the truth. executive producer. All right, never mind. <laughs> Directed by <laughs> Kristen Jenner. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if Cece said anything else interesting. Oh, she, I thought it was interesting. She talked about how, not interesting, let me not lie. There's something that caught my attention for two seconds when she said that Robert Kardashian's mom was like braggadocious about Chris's marriage to Caitlyn, making it into People magazine. And the mom would carry the copy of People magazine everywhere. And she was, so, quote, unquote, proud of Chris. Mind you, this is just for getting married to someone who was famous. I have no idea where the what the pride it is. Was, it's, that scene was so weird, too, because it felt like all of a sudden it kind of switched. Like, it was, like, earlier in the conversation, it felt like she was kind of trying to, like, not shade Robert's mom, but, like, make mm-hmm. it seem like the Kardashian family was, like, Tripping. you can't talk to them anymore. Like, yeah. Uh, because by the way, again, Chris cheated on him, and I mean Robert cheated on her too. They both cheated. It was a mess. Uh, but when then when she switches to the story about the people, I thought she was gonna say it was like, yeah, like she was flaunting this cover around, like, see, Chris 
like doesn't care about Robert, blah, blah, blah. That's what I thought it was going. Then she's like, she was so proud. And Chloe's like, it was so beautiful. The castle still stood or whatever. I was like, the hell? <laughs> like, all I these people are unwell. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she, she was being, what do they call that? Like exaggerating. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, she's for real. No, I was like, this is a very, co- the whole interview with Cece was very confusing. It was like a lot of things all at once. And the like, deathbed like confession of their love for each other she didn't yeah. really say that she heard it she's like i think she said that i think and, I and like, then i think they profess their love to each other like, okay, it's she almost didn't like she's hear like, that and you that- just said their mom was stoked that she married caitlin by the way she was married to caitlin and had two other children and robert and caitlin were friends so like no was she professing what this they is, both like, professed their love. And then he died. I was like, oh, CC. <laughs> Not to mention at the time he was like married to that younger lady that they yeah. all hated. And then there was all this dispute over the money. Like, you guys, please spare well, that's us why, revisionist history. <laughs> hello. That's why Kim had to sneak Chris in. Yeah. Give I'm us like, some what? tea. <laughs> Don't give us the same stupid like. Oh, Chris and Robert were just these star-crossed lovers, and then he died. No. Or give us the They're juice. So, were they still yeah. fucking? Is that yeah. is that code for they were still fucking, you guys? They were still yeah. hooking up. Um. So, yeah, those are Chloe's parts. We got those out of the way. Like Kathleen said, it started with the to-be-continued of Courtney and Tristan's conversation. We're not going like over that. A tiny note about the CC interview. I was thinking about this a lot because we've talked about it so much. Uh, and we kind of touched on it when we talked to Kate. Like, why this doesn't necessarily feel like an actual documentary format, which they're going mm-hmm. for. The CC interview, I noticed this. It was like, the background was all blurred. Mm-hmm. The lighting was kind of like heavy. Not like harsh lighting, but like glamour lighting. And they mm-hmm. kept doing like these close in shots and they had this like corny music like coming in and out. I was like, that's very like undocumentary, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if Chloe's trying to record this like story telling for the kids or whatever. It yeah, I was like, this I don't know how to put my finger on it, but like that felt not documentary. But some of these later parts where they're going to like the Met and stuff actually felt a little bit more finely like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. raw footage that we've been aching for yeah i mean it wasn't good but i mean aesthetically yes. something <laughs> the aesthetically, bars in the crowd. Yes. aesthetics anyway, go a long way aesthetically the music goes, yes aesthetics music like that can make or break a documentary yeah aesthetically yeah sure Ooh, did we still need this we'll get into it. okay Basically, kimberly scott penelope and north arrive in new york in the next scene scott again is just being used as decoration <laughs> yeah. babysitter he gave him a check so that he can pay his child support yeah getting him out the house i don't know why he was there penelope makes he sense seem a little bit more natural Not- this episode than when he's like in the kitchen talking to chloe or something it seemed more like he was a little bit more himself probably because he, was, he was there yeah. Well, it's New York. I feel like he likes yeah. New York way better than LA. But New York yeah. is his place, and P was there. Like he seemed a little bit more like uh, at ease. Penelope being there made sense. Scott did. Yeah. Like I was more, I was more expecting to see P, but Scott, glad you made it. So they're arriving, and they're just talking about like, oh, you know, 
typical Kim. I just want to show Scott Penelope what I do, that type of thing. Blah, blah, blah. Just setting it up for what's to come. So back in LA, Courtney's in bed with Rain. They're having an impromptu photo shoot, I guess. Maybe this is for Poosh. Maybe it's for her own collection. I don't know. Um, which that's weird too. Like I watched this twice because I I thought like, oh, wait a minute, is she having a photo shoot? There's someone taking a picture. She never explains like what's going on. But Rain wants to name the baby these big nuts. Bless her. How did that get overshadowed by Norse behavior? Because to me, that's like just as crazy. Also, if we didn't think Rain was a biter when he had the mohawk, this yeah. grown out bleach hair. <laughs> and like, this might sound insensitive um, to financially less advantaged folks. But, like, you know, there was always that one kid who had, like, the grown-out bleached hair, and he had, like, at least one, like, silver filling. Mm-hmm. He was always, like, fighting someone. That kid for me was Eric Scally. Eric Scally. You know, it's like, I pro- I feel bad for you because your family might be going through some stuff. Rain doesn't have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Rain's like, this is just how it is. You're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. You're not hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and this is this, this is transcends all race. But there was I feel like there was always like one kid in school that had like a silver tooth and knew how to fight. That you pretty much knew their future. You're like, we, we know where he's gonna end up. Yeah. And like Kathleen said, doesn't matter what race. Not their fault. Not their fault. Going off behavior. Society's fault, yeah. (laughs) Going off behavior. Um, I think this spoke to the discipline of the Kardashian kids. Because like I said, I think all these kids are bad. When Rain said these big nuts, (laughs) instead of maybe like scolding him at the very least of talking like that in front of a company, Courtney's only response was, his last name will be Barker. (laughs) That yeah. was her only correction because he was like first every name, time I like really name. ride with Courtney and I'm like <laughs> gosh she was, she sounds the most sane then she does stuff like that and you're like yeah Hi. you're like well this is this this rhetoric's normal so okay um but she's five months pregnant she revealed that she's been pregnant this whole season which we pretty much knew because she was on some like weird diet stuff and yeah. going to sleep and yada 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 it would have been funny if he made a D's nuts joke. But he didn't even mm-hmm. do that. And then Courtney just being like, oh, by the way, don't forget the Barker. Uh, what, is he, what does Lil Wayne say? Don't forget the S around me. Weezy F, baby, please. Please. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget the F around me. Yeah. It was please like, okay. Is that is that the takeaway here, Courtney? <laughs> That's the takeaway in this whole conversation. I would have been uh, like, look, Rain, we need to work on your comedic timing. Look, when this new kid gets here, I'm going to need you to just reel it the fuck in. Courtney had told her mom and her sisters previously. So she told her like in some conference room and Kylie's skin. And I think Chris knew way before that. Um, I don't know. It's just so crazy to always announce a baby in this family. Like, I don't know what it's like to be part of family that is always having kids. Yeah. Well, and I get. I think. Like poor, formerly known as Wolf, whatever his name is, uh, Kylie's second one. Mm-hmm. 
they made such a big, long, drawn-out thing. And same with Chloe with Tatum. I think there was actually some interest with Courtney because it was like she's older and Travis had his, like, stardom and, like, there was, like, some fanfare. But then it was, like, like you said, this whole season we're like, oh, yeah, we already know they're pregnant. Like, yeah. we assume she was pregnant when they feel like but I do think the the like background on this is the kind of stuff I wish they would share more mm-hmm. is when when she actually like went to the concert and showed the sign, it was like a moment on like social media because people who knew Blink 182 thought it was funny because they saw the reference. Everyone else was like, oh my God, is she just now telling Travis? So yeah. that part, like giving the backstory, I think you've made this point before. It's like they can no longer like use the show to build storylines, but they can give the backstory on the storylines we already like knew about. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting, but yeah, it's like, yeah, we knew you were pregnant. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the next episode is going to be the gender reveal. And it's like, okay, well, (laughs) I guess I'll just watch. Chris got like all hot and bothered that she didn't know, but she knew Courtney was pregnant. She didn't know Courtney was going to announce it. Yeah. And then she's pissed that the gender reveal is going to be like in a day. And it's it's like, okay, that's where you guys lose us. Like we, we get that you have a different, like a responsibility to the public than the normal couple, but mm-hmm. like she told, you knew your daughter was pregnant and you have like 47 grandkids. Like, yeah, by now thing. you should be like, it should be like clockwork. Like, so when's this? When's that? Should I just show up like, Friday for a baby You're not shower? throwing okay, the party, great. Chris. You have entire staff to throw these parties. You're fine. Yeah, this isn't E season three. Like, if this was, like, <laughs> still on E and this was still 20, like, what? If Chris 20, was like, oh, and I got to sure. call some sponsors. I got to pull <laughs> out the fine china. Like, no. Yeah. This is just, like, a switch for them. I, I get those pinwheel sandwiches from Costco. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, okay, so we go back to New York where Kim is meeting with the creative director, Scaparelli, to go over her look. And this is when we get Northwest notes about how much she fucking hates it. Um, her notes were way too many gaps in the pearls. Uh, Kim looked like a Hawaiian girl with her dress over it. The pearls look fake, like from the dollar store. The look is beachy and the diamonds ruin the look. And absolutely, I didn't like this yeah. look either. I agree with all North's notes. It it looked very like last minute pulled together. And Kim even made a comment like as they were leaving to Kylie about it being bridal. Mm-hmm. It was very weird. She's like, "Who wants to borrow this for their like bridal after party?" It's like, "Yeah, Why are you bridal." Being bridal? Like it was yeah. weird. Uh, I remember watching this. I've been underwhelmed by the majority of Kim's. Met Gala looks, and that's not like a fashion critic. Or just I'm just literally underwhelmed. But occasionally she serves a moment, like when she was pregnant, and it was like the first one she went to. That was a moment, and people like made all these memes. Even the Balenciaga one, I didn't love, but like it did something. Like it, this one just felt very forgettable. One thing I hated, I really wish North would have brought up the shoes. The shoes, darling, look so tacky. Uh. She always does this thing where she doesn't want to do a train or anything. 
And she looked like really cut off. The other thing I thought was she was going to like announce like Skims corseting or something. That did not look like Chaparelli does like corsets made of like gold. And mm-hmm. her under thing just looked like shapewear. So I thought she was going to announce some stupid Skims thing. <laughs> so there was that. Yeah, it felt very sloppily pulled together. And I agree with North. The necklace, the the sort of like diamonds mixed with the pearls. The updo, everything about it was just sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I, I didn't like it. And I don't know why, I do know why. I feel like Kim doesn't really push it enough. Like she yeah, tries, she, it's still a little, everything's still polished and put together, but it's, it yeah. doesn't translate on that. She doesn't like trust herself. And I think yeah. the people that work with her just appease her because they're yes people. And that's no, like, not to shit on those people, but, you know, they're working with Kim, so they're, like, letting her call the shots. And even, like, the wet look, like, that would have been so much more impactful if it was, like, full length and it was, like, you know, waves crashing on the carpet or something. (laughs) She had the weird hair, like, for the woman that's always wearing, like, wigs and extensions, she just kind of had this, like, 80s, like, shag, uh, as RuPaul would say, El DeBarge. Uh, and she just always looks so like nervous and uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, it's like, I want her to push herself. And again, Scaparelli, it's like, they have all kinds of crazy stuff and it's all shape and it's all like materials that aren't obvious, like fabric, like even when Kylie has done stuff with them, she's kind of like towed the line, but at least something. (laughs) So I like the I like the idea of it, but I feel like Kim holds herself back a lot. Yeah, like if she'd have been so bold to not wear this shapewear thingy underneath, and maybe just have the illusion that she was naked underneath and just dripping and like or, pearls or something. What if it was like Skeppel always says the gold? What if it was gold, and then like the like they'll do the gold with like you can see their toes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a hand or something like that. What if mm-hmm. it was a gold corset and, like, you could see the ribs or something like that? Like, just something. Yeah. But instead... It, it's something a little on the artistic side. But it's yeah. just... And the updo again. The updo is so fucking homecoming. I can't. I can't. So, she gave her notes. And then they... Just like we just did. North, They asked North about um, Kim's past look. So she said, she too, uh, Courtney, Kathleen, she too. It's a different K every time. I've gotten Kanye, Courtney. I swear, I'll have to go back into the archives that maybe don't exist anymore, but I swear one time you called me Trump, but we'll leave that out. (laughs) No, I swear. (laughs) No, but I've gotten Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, Kathleen, it's right in there, the lost sister. Sorry. But that's North's favorite look, even though it just looks like any regular thing she would have wore on any regular day. This one pissed me off so bad because it was such (laughs) a cool concept. Yeah. And, like, so much of it is so beautiful. But, again, it's like you see Kim's insecurity. And I, at the time, I blamed Kanye because he was so overbearing and, like, up in her grill. It's like she's wearing the weird clear, uh, like, stripper Jesus slides her hair is weird this could have been so freaking cool and it was it wasn't uncool but it was like it was definitely restrained and that's not what you're supposed to do at the Met Gala 
remember uh this was the look kanye didn't want told her the night before i don't yeah. want you to wear it like, well and then he you. showed up in like a jacket and Some pants jeans. from the hardware store <laughs> and being like don't even yeah I put plenty of blame on him, but also, Kim, get some people around you who challenge you besides your daughter that you dismiss as like, oh, she's just a nine-year-old. Um, North did not like that Balenciaga t-shirt look. She said it looked like there was a bag over her head. She was suffocating, <laughs> which North it does. Agree. I just, this was, and this was like when the theme was America, wasn't it? Yeah. Or something. And she's like, what's more American than a t-shirt? Like, oh, Jesus. Again. The concept was there, but Kim can't carry these concepts off because she's like, tell me what to say. It could have been really cool. It wasn't. And of course, we always have to talk about the the first met when she went as Kanye's plus one and how she cried, especially when Robin Williams compared himself to her. I cried. But now it's one of my favorite looks like. I can recite that speech because I've heard it so much. Now it's one of my favorite looks because it got me attention. Like, <sighs> I mean, it's not a bad you're look. Not, you- you're not a bad person for wanting attention, but it's like, can we dig deeper here? <laughs> this is when Scott came alive. When when uh, you know, North was like, I didn't like that, and Scott like from the back. I don't know. He looks like he's been on a binger, but he pipes up and says, "Nobody likes that look." <laughs> I thought that was funny. Okay. I don't, the older say Bible people remember this back when I was doing the, what would Jesus wear? My mom found fabric that looked like that. Mm-hmm. And we had been planning to do our Halloween costume, her Met Gala look. My mom made this entire costume, got super into it, <laughs> mailed it, the United States postal service. And it got lost in Southern California for like six weeks. Wow. And literally that Halloween, Kim was pregnant again with Saint, I believe, and decided to wear the dress as her Halloween costume. And we'd already planned that we were going to wear it and it didn't come. (laughs) And I'm like, we always think like, what if that had come? Like we blew up like a good amount the couple weeks before, but like if we had had that queued up, Ready to go. Yeah, perfect storm. It'd have been the perfect storm. Wasn't meant to be. I don't I I think Natalie also understands this with her Nori's black book experience. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, well, a I check guess is nice, but a check from them. Maybe well, you know, yeah, what do I have to do? Exactly. <laughs> 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 Fucking mob, right? And yeah. when you get out, you're never out. <laughs> Chris yeah. will come to me for a favor. I'm like, well, ah. and then I just—I actually just recently, before this Halloween, my mom found a bunch of stuff in storage, and the dress was in there. And then Courtney wore it, and I put it on, and I was just like, "No, this time is fast." <laughs> like, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I that'd be funny. Maybe you're like, I went as Courtney as Kim for all. Yeah, I told Natalie about it. I was trying to get. Dan to be Travis and he wasn't yeah. into it even though he dresses like Travis on a normal day but I was like it's okay the moment has passed but shout out to my mom she took a lot of pride in it she sewed our Halloween costumes my entire life and mm-hmm. she got really into it and was like singing all me these articles about Ricardo Ticci and Giovanni I was like okay mom it's okay <laughs> yeah. yes thank you <laughs> yeah exactly <We> know. <laughs> 
Um, Kendall was also doing her fitting. Uh, her outfit, I definitely didn't like. I didn't hate it. It's just, it's just not for me. See, I, my side with the children, I like loved Kendall's. I can appreciate it more than Kim's. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I wasn't like, oh my god, she yeah. is slaying. You know what I mean? I it was think whatever. I've always, I probably was biased because I've always been a Mark Jacobs girly. And unlike when Kim is doing Mark Jacobs, I think Kendall like was pulling this off just because she's like daddy long legs. But mm-hmm. I yeah, I kind of loved it. Okay. Um for no specific reason, just kind of yeah. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. So then they're going back, you know, they're switching scenes back and forth between fittings. So basically, Kim is doing her fitting, trying to tell North how to be nice. And not, you know, hurt people's feelings. Although, I want to say, I don't think North is like this with other kids. I feel like she reserves this for adults slash Kim. Well, and it... Because she has a lot of friends. And people wouldn't be friends with her if she was, like, this with them. I feel like this is just for Kim. Well, in, like, we kind of talked... We touched on it last episode, earlier this week. Kim is the one that is giving North the room to, like, be this open she's welcoming it so then to have it like be a storyline where she's like you need to be nice it's like well no i'm sure she's not going up to some random stranger and being like her dress is ugly yeah like kim is asking her to give her input Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she's giving her input you know yeah and it's like kim loves this like banter she's getting she's getting so many sound bites for the show and it's like north is a nine-year-old with lots of personality like I I don't and look we always joke. Natalie, <laughs> Natalie calls girls of this age terrorists. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. accurate. Anyone, <laughs> any of us who out there who don't have kids but love kids in our peripherals, our our nieces and nephews, godchildren, yeah, that's a rough age. And North is probably a lot given her parents, but mm-hmm. nothing she says in this is insane. Yeah, and. Also, you know Kim is like dying for these sound bites. So the yeah. responsibility really rests on Kim. <laughs> like, isn't North just so crazy? And but yeah, unfortunately, well, she released it during Hall- uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving week. So I'm sure yeah. people really weren't paying that really on there. Well, and then like she makes this comment about being nice, which sure, whatever. I don't think North is being rude to people, or maybe she is, but whatever. Then later in the episode, she talks about being loyal. And I'm like, those things don't go together. (laughs) Telling your child to be loyal to you is not the same as, like, teaching a kid to be honest, but, like, empathetic. Honest, but, like, caring, you know? It's like, don't tell your aunts behind my back those talking shit because of loyalty. No, you could say, like, hey... What I said to you was between you and I. And North even called her out. She's like, well, if you tell me not to tell something, I don't. And Kim was like, good point. I can't really have nothing for She's that. Like, Oops. Oops. But I th- <laughs> I think, too, with kids, and I be- I'm kind of like this as an adult. I just have more cooth than a fucking nine-year-old. Kids will just think it's just clothes. What's the big deal? Like, yeah. if I tell you to dress, I'm not saying you, the person, looks ugly. I just, they feel comfortable, like, hey, dress is ugly. And that's that. There's no, like, 
So I'm sure North is like, what's the big fucking deal? Like, you didn't like it. So what? And like, you're an only child. I'm the youngest. When I've had my nephew, who was the first grandkid, he hit an age similar to North where he only knew like certain like off the wall comments would get him attention. Mm -hmm. He would do it. And it's like, you can't get mad at him because he's a child. You have to be like, hey, you know, I know why you're doing that, you know, and I don't know. I'm not a child psychologist. I'm not even a parent. But it, you know, you have someone like North who was like, got probably a lot of like focus as a child. And now she knows she's on this show. And like, if she says something funny, you know, it's like, you can't be like, shitting on her like you're not being polite or you don't know your manners like she clearly understands how to act around adults like she seems very perceptive and aware of her surroundings so like this storyline again I think the storyline is disconnected from reality we're like no North isn't just some like jerk who's like saying whatever and you need a teacher how to like not be mean to people and don't talk shit about your aunts behind their backs. Like, no. Yeah. It's just you, Kim. She just does that. Kim, she, you're the she, issue here. <laughs> it's just you. It's nobody else in the room. She's been like, what are you wearing? She's just like, and you and your Dollar Tree beads. <laughs> um, well, so, go ahead. No offense to Skip, really. I know they're like the natural pearl look. But mm-hmm. I don't disagree with North. And then, like, Kim's bra was weird. And then when they're getting in the... When the car supposedly overheated, they were conveniently, like, in a tunnel where no one mm-hmm. could see them. And then they go in the backup car and they're like, your beads are falling off. I'm like, were they all, like... Uh, well, how do I value natural pearls. Like, would yeah. you really do that if those were all, like, really precious natural pearls? Yeah, and are they pearls or beads? Are they pearls or beads? Yeah, are they pearls or beads? They're all the same color. Like, if you're going to use natural pearls, would they all be the same color? I don't know. Maybe North is on to something. Yeah, North is like, those are not all pearls, you cheap bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're skipping over Chloe and getting people ready for school. We've already talked about that. Chris and Corey. Here comes Brian Glazer. Chris and Corey go to a meeting at Brian Grazer's house to discuss a potential documentary documentary about Chris Jenner, which is very brave, presumptuous that she would think that would spark someone's interest. Now, but that being said, though, with all the unofficial Kardashian documentaries coming, you know, poking up, I was in two of them. <laughs> I think she was in two of them. Wait, I'm hold thinking- on, pause. People have asked me. And I didn't know for sure. Can you tell us the names of the ones you're in? Can I? Uh, you know what? Are At you the allowed? end, I will. I am okay, allowed. I have to look it I, up. People have asked me, and I'm like, I'm not 100% sure. Because there's a it's lot of, like, like, random ones that just, like, take snippets from other stuff. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm not yeah. 100% yeah, sure like which Kardashian one's in. Dynasty and then something on HBO Max. There's one on Discovery Plus and one on HBO Max. Uh, okay. 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 Um, but I think that's her motivation because the last one, which I was not in, Caitlin did a lot of talking in that last one. Okay, that's the one that was Amazon Prime. No, 
Hulu? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch that one. Peacock. I think that was the one that came up recently and someone was like, is Natalie in this one? And I was like, I I don't think so. Okay. I shouldn't be. Who knows? Because someone else messaged like, are you, is that your voice in the new one? I'm like, I don't know. I don't watch any of them. So I don't know. Well, I feel like some of them use like footage from other ones and be like, in this other documentary, Natalie Franklin said, oh, okay. That makes sense. But I feel like that's Chris's motive. Now, they're saying a documentary about Chris Jenner. I just find it hard to believe that it would just be, I mean, if it is, then she'll just have her girls talk about her. But I just don't think, is there an audience for a Chris Jenner only doc? Unless she, I guess, unless she's going to talk about like OJ Simpson or Nicole, that's the only hook I can see for a I solo would be Jenner. interested doc. if Chris wasn't involved. And yeah. I love Chris. Or maybe she could be involved in the sense that they interview her. But, like, even, like I said, even, I thought that David Beckham one was done well. But the guy who made the David Beckham one, Fisher Stevens, is, like, a character actor. Like, he was in Succession. He was in Early Edition and stuff. He just, like, makes documentaries on the side because it's interesting to him. Mm-hmm. And, like, as much as the Beckhams were involved, like, there was, like, not great details coming out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With the Kardashians, like, I just feel like they're at a place right now. Even the sit-down felt very much like, Chris, you're so special. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah, I'm like. What? You did I- this without a college education? That it's is like, crazy. It's not that I need them to, like, shit on Chris to believe it's a real documentary. It's just, like, I want to know. I'm getting something that she didn't, like, calculate herself. And even, like, the, for example, the Steve Jobs memoir, I would call it. Technically, Mm -hmm. it was biography. But Steve Jobs knew he was going to die. So he, like, had, um, now I can't think of his name. He told him, like, when I die, you're going to write the the book. Mm -hmm. It had some, like, not great details about Steve Jobs, but the book was actually pretty interesting because it was framed more around like the technology mm-hmm. advancements as like a timeline. So at least as like a reader, it was an interesting book. It wasn't like Steve Jobs, the greatest thing since sliced bread. It was just sort of like the iPod was invented and then the iPhone was invented. And da, da, da. Uh, with this family, it's like hard to know like what is their angle going to be other than yeah. like. Chris was that's like, what, and that's my thing. It's like, the richest, like entrepreneurial genius. And that's my thing too. What are you going to tell us that we already don't know? There's been even before. Let's even say they became so heavy-handed or producers. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Remember they had like their e true Hollywood story. I think they had two versions of it. Like I just don't think to Kathleen's point, there's going to be another way to tell this story, the story that we've heard five hundred times that we already know. Well, and they used like to be so willing else? to tell mess, and it's like, I don't need that per se. It's just, what what do we know that we don't know, and or what what, what don't we, we know? know? <laughs> <laughs> and also, or or just like plop Chris down without like a script or glamour lighting, and have her talk. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's hard though skeptical. because I'm skeptical. <laughs> it's hard because like 
she'll never, which would be such good fucking TV, but she'll never sit down and admit in some way, shape, or form she was a part of leaking Kim's yeah. video. Like, we'll never get, like, that really juicy, like, okay, this is how it went down. <laughs> like, that type well, of thing. Well, and Chris is entertaining, even if it was just, like, you're not giving us dark secrets. Yeah. Follow the woman with the camera and not be, like, telling a story that has been written and drafted by, like, ten writers. Like, yeah, I don't even think we get that anymore. So, I don't know. And Brian Grazer makes, like, blockbuster movies. He makes, like, I, I wouldn't saw, necessarily... I wouldn't necessarily think of him as a documentary person. Maybe he's just produced. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But again, like Chloe's scenes, the moral of the story is this scene didn't, we didn't need it. All they did was yeah. say like, it like felt Kathleen, very set up. Like, look yeah. who I know. Like the, uh, look who I Hallie, know. And like Kathleen Hallie said, <laughs> Chris, you're so great. You need a documentary. Oh, thanks. Oh, so what's next steps? Yeah, we'll t- map out a plan or map the plan. And then Chris is like, in the in the P. Yeah. And Brian's like, uh, uh, what? Because he's not used to shooting reality TV. So yeah. he doesn't know people just say insane things. Hoping I, mean, for I would love somebody. to know. I remember I, I said this like back in the early days of the pod. I had like a meeting with this guy that was working with our PR agency who had been, worked with Chris back in the early days of like QVC. Mm-hmm. I feel like that like there's been like some kind of deep dives on that stuff, but kind of like low like awareness. If mm-hmm. they want to do a documentary on Chris, it's like show some of the like nitty gritty stuff he did to like get Caitlin a public speaker like persona. Like what are the thing who who did you know in Hollywood? Like who did you know? Who are you calling? What did you promise? What it like a little bit more of that nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're so far past that now that they won't really give that. Yeah. No, they won't. Uh, they don't have to, which again, exactly. that's fine. Brian I won't be there like, <laughs> Hey, did you know that you were born and then you were a genius? Okay. I won't be there though, but do you think? Um, so then we're going to cut to Met Monday and everyone's in glam. So this is feel more like what Kathleen was saying, like documentary style. And even when Kim comes back, I was saying, yes, aesthetically, yes, this whole scene gave nothing. I mean, like you could, you don't even have to watch the episode and you can probably tell me what happened. They did glam. They took pictures for their social media, like in their hotel they got in the car. Like that was, that's pretty much it. Nothing else happens. And not so much everything has to be a happening. There's nothing even being said that's remotely interesting. Nobody's funny on this show. Like nobody says anything clever. It is just the bu- biggest yawn fest. Menace. Yeah, I, I d- it was interesting in kind of like the rapid fire of this Met sequence. Were you looking at Kendall and Kylie and Kim? How much more interesting it was when it's just Kim in a confessional, like talking to the photo or the producer. I was like, this is much more interesting when they just show footage that was shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're not being like fed some weird, like, 
And so I'm just like a chill mom and like North just tells me I'm ugly and I told her to be nice to people. Like there was a few chunks in this segment where I was like, oh, when they're just like showing stuff that was recorded. It's at least a little bit more interesting. I think it changes the the tone for sure. Yeah. It changes the tone. You sort of feel a little bit more like a documentary and, you know, juxtaposition with this SNL where we got that for like I don't know five episodes and the met that year with Pete it was like that was too much this was like okay just a little bit and I just think like this episode like kind of Kathleen talked about with Chris we just need to get in the nitty-gritty how did nobody ask him this is your first year you know, being technically being single at the or something to the effect of how does it feel not to have a date? Like something that says like you had a date last year. I don't know. I just feel again, there's no vulnerability from Kim. We never really get deep and down there. Kylie and Kendall just appear, literally just show up out of thin air. We don't even know like where you guys been, what you've been up to. Uh, I know you're with Bad Bunny, Kendall. Are y'all going to get Kylie? Later in the episode, with this, uh, North had the little like shawl, and it was like, "Oh, it's Rihanna's," and they're like, "No, it's Bad Bunny's." It was like, "Yeah," I that was like the it. only thing, and I know Kendall probably was pissed that even got yeah. like, <laughs> and we know that Kylie m- was meeting up with Timothy, but mm-hmm. like even this, this is Natalie FYI has her Nori's Black Book recap pulled up, which I always love because <laughs> Natalie, not only you such a hilarious writer your screenshots are unparalleled and Thank that's you. not an easy feat so it give is, it takes natalie her flowers because if you do Please. like a google search google has been fucked up for so long but like the same 25 pictures will come up natalie creates these screenshots she yes. goes through the episode she finds the perfect one in the comedic like composition of these screenshots and this one of North and Kim walking out of the hotel, whatever, both that people walk out of before they go to the Met. And Kim just is like mortified. She's using <laughs> North as her like human shield. Shield. And like just I have I don't have a date. I don't have friends. But like <laughs> why am i here <laughs> but i proved to them i've got invited like go home and north is like here. north wa- pro- walks her to the limo yeah they go on the limo for like a little bit and then it breaks down quote unquote and then north's like all right back to the hotel time for pizza with uncle scott and p <laughs> but that was weird too that's a perfect segue it's like because north it- doesn't even get to go you dragged her along for nothing yeah, and it was a perfect segue because it's like, that's another example of this show just, so we had this whole chaos, like, oh, it's, the car's overheating, call Kylie, call Kylie, can we, we can't hitchhike, oh, it's every year, it's something, like, such a chaotic scene, the very next scene is just north in a hotel room, I'm like, what was the they, result? The like, picture, they sh- the video they showed, like I said, they were conveniently in a tunnel, and we know last year, the year before, when she was in the Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe dress with Pete, they were so worried about people seeing them. Yeah. They look like they're, like, in New Jersey in a <laughs> yeah. tunnel. Yeah. And I'm like, why did Because you- the hotel shouldn't be that far from your, you're from in the Manhattan. Met. That's the like, whole point. 
why are there so many trees? It's down the street. <laughs> like, why are there so many trees? Also, a tunnel? Was, why didn't we get the exits? Remember last year, usually you get like at least some exiting. Like, literally, that happens next scene. We're in the hotel room. And I felt like that was such a yeah. missed opportunity for the show. Well, to show I think more we talked about this a little bit with the Halloween of it all. All the pictures they were taking the rooms, mm-hmm. those would be so much cooler if. That's what we got. But in real time, in social media, like, you didn't get, like, oh, I'm about to leave the hotel. It was, like, after the red carpet part, like, aired, you got these really weird, like, airbrushed, like, perfectly calculated Photoshop images. It's, like, yeah, it used to be, like, you would see people getting ready. You'd be excited mm-hmm. about what are they wearing. And it's, like, yeah. it it kind of loses some of that mystique. I think so too. And I like your idea because I used to like watching like people get ready for like the Oscars and Emmys. Yeah. Because they're in their room in like a bathrobe and their hairs and rollers and makeup and they'll be eating like in and out or something while they're doing glam. It's like, I don't want to see a picture of you in front of a backdrop that's been perfectly edited. Like you could do that and not go to the Oscars. The excitement of the Met Gala and all the award shows is like, what are you going to see? Like, blow my mind. Or maybe don't blow my mind. Maybe you just look like classically regal. But like, if I'm seeing some perfectly curated image on social, it's sort of like, mm-hmm. and then the red <laughs> carpet photo. Yeah. And then the red carpet yeah. photo. It's like, why? well, then why'd you do this? Um, well, but like you said, Met too, I, I, I hate to be like a met stickler because i really don't care i just like the zeitgeist of it all but technically the met is like it's a museum that maintains artifacts and in this Mm -hmm. case costumes and different fashion eras and it's a fundraiser there's like a dinner and awards and all this stuff so it's like anna winter's willing to be like whatever get us some clicks but at the end of the day, it's like, if you're a diehard, you want to see, like, what is, like, did you do your homework? Are you excited about, like, whatever the theme is? Like, having this appreciation for, like, the moment, the reveal, you know. Well, you're not getting it from these people. Because Kylie no. should have fuck the theme. <laughs> I'm just going to go in a red dress. <laughs> when she was like, I've just felt, like, really special. Like, I was like. Yeah. But like Fashion Nova and they put like a silk liner in it. It was actually cool that it was also the jacket, but like that was not shown. And it was just not on theme. I don't know. When it stuff is not on theme, I'm a little less interested in what you have on because it's like we could wear yeah. this anywhere. <laughs> and it was like it was bodycon and I had the little cutout. It was like that's what you normally look like. Looks like every day to me. So I'm not giving you my attention. Um, so back in the hotel, the the designer had the painful experience of having to sit on that she couch. She looked like she North. wanted to die. She there looked was a so picture I saw where I was like, I thought it was Kim, but like without makeup. And then watching this, I was like, I thought it was Lady Gaga. Like she just like sitting yeah. there. She's like, I hate this kid. It was Danielle. Just kept who kids. Was yeah, the super, scared of North. super Danny. Was, yeah, 
It was very uh, <laughs> nervous giggle from Dan. Like, hee hee, you're so funny. Yeah, they look crazy, girl. There definitely was some other people in the background that were like making sure that nothing bad happened. And she just kept giggling every time North did something like insane. Not a happy giggle, like a. <laughs> it was very nervous. Like, when the fuck can I leave? <laughs> what's, the, what's the character on The Simpsons? Um, the nerdy kid where he's like in the bus and he's like, I'm in danger. Oh, oh, oh my God. And he likes Lisa. Not Millsap, yeah. but the, uh, not Millsap, but the one that, that gave Millsap? her. Millsap has the blue hair. The one that she, he gave, she gave the. Um, I gotta figure this out right now. Valentine to, and he's like, you cho- choose me? Ralph, Ralph. Ralph. It's, I would say his dad's the cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in danger. That's what she was giving me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Simpsons is funny. I mean, it's I've been on forever, and I fell off of it years ago. But when you pick up, like, a really old episode, it's fucking jokes. A <sighs> little racial, not going to lie. A little problematic, but that's the good stuff. So North is saying, you know, oh, I like Ralph. I don't like it. She's well, actually, I want to say this. North really didn't say she didn't like anything. The only thing she said was that Cresha copied her mom. That was the only thing that I thought was like critical. But she kept was like, oh, she's pretty. Oh, I like her. I love that. Most stuff that she said was like thoughtful. She didn't say anyone was like fat or ugly or like (laughs) weird, like hurtful things. Like. Unless they cut it out, but yeah, we didn't yeah. see anything on camera. And they said like she wants to be Joan Rivers. Maybe Joan Rivers would be more like cutting than North. Just seemed like she to to the point. It's like she seemed really into it, which that's exciting. Give it. To I her. love how her her and Penelope said that Jared Leto was cringe because remember he came in that <laughs> big cat suit, and I'm like, listen to you, the children, the young girls. They call cringe like they see it. <laughs> they listen to the That's why they can't babes. buy all this stuff. Like we yeah. Natalie and I, as millennials, older millennials, well, we can be like, these people are so annoying. The younger generation, if something is even like slightly like no, they're like they don't even want to like make eye contact with like the store clerk when <laughs> they get their soda. So if someone's like trying to get their attention, they're like, I'd rather die. Like this is cringe, bro. Also, North criticized Pete's outfit, which I found great. It was like this you're going to another the incident where this Not family. I'm like gasoline station. The way that she was talking about it, I was like, this was the man that supposedly like tattooed the initials of Kim's children. Yeah, North was just like, and she just seemed like she was talking about like a random celebrity. She's like, where exactly. are you going? The gas station, like. <laughs> yeah. You didn't mention that Pete was your mom's ex or that he went with her the last year. It was like, they just glossed right over that. <laughs> it feels like Kim would leave that in the show. Like, North! Yeah. North called him my boyfriend asked if we're getting married. And North was even like, oh, like, I remember Pete. I remember that guy. I've met my him mom's a friend. Times. Like, it was just like, it was just like she was rating a random celebrity. You're like, um, so after the Met, Kim comes back and people are cheering for some reason. Uh, Scott's with her because, you know, she probably knocked on Scott's door and said, it's time to film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get over here. It's time to film. So this is when she talks to North about having loyalty. 
and saying, you know, when mommy's talking shit about people, you cannot go tell them this is about Kendall's dress, apparently. And I don't believe what I don't believe Kim's version at all. No. I'm sure Kim said, oh, that looks great. Gospel is like this most ugly looking dress I've ever seen in my life. And well, and Kim's probably a hater because Kendall has the exact opposite, like, aesthetic and, like, take, mm-hmm. like, and I, believe me, we all know that Kendall is, like, kind of a boring model. But, like, you get the sense with Kim that Kendall is, like, everything that she wishes that she was. Like, I think she's even said tall. that once. She would be Kendall's height for a day if she could. Yeah. And Kim has some Marc Jacobs. And like I said, it's like it looks weird because Kim is so short. It's like, yeah. But Ken, th- we've seen this on E. She is a liar with stuff like that. Because she probably doesn't want to hurt people's feelings. But she, remember that time that <laughs> Chris had that outfit on? She was like, oh, yeah, it's cute. And then she turned around and said, she looks like Will Bo Peep. <laughs> I, I don't think, well, North worries about hurting people's feelings. Kim, I don't think worries about hurting people's feelings. I think she doesn't like seeming like not nice. Okay. She yeah. doesn't like yes. what she could be perceived as. Yes. Okay. That's good. That's good. I agree with that whole heart. Wholeheartedly. We cannot talk tonight. Um, so anyway, North Base is like, bitch, you gotta say something. If you don't want me to say like repeat what you're saying, let me the fuck know. Can't read your fucking mind. That was so mature of her to be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can you tell me not to tell people I don't? Yeah, let's not fucking play me in here. Like I'm just running my using me for clicks, bitch. (laughs) I I I said this. There was like a tweet going around about like people laying in on North, and I mentioned how like when before Natalie was out to the world as Nori's black book, you could tell the family kind of like played in to trying to get Natalie. A.K. Nori's Black Book to react, and that was like funny enough because it was like clearly satire. But then it's like North North is a real person. <laughs> like they are like trying to get these sound bites out of her, and she's like, "Hold up! Like if you didn't want me to repeat that, you could have just told me." Yeah, exactly. She's like, child. This is a child. <laughs> fucking throw me under the bus, bitch! Like we like, never discuss not saying anything. <laughs> loyalty is very like. I still don't remember the word we were trying to come up with with Donald Trump last time. We're like not nepotism, but the word where you like favor your child. You make your children like your like minions. Basically, it's like no, yeah. that's not healthy. It's okay for your child to be like. This is what you said. This is what. Kindle said, like, you don't need your child to like keep your secrets. That's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, Kimberly. Although Kimberly, like you said, for the show's sake, probably loved it. Like, yeah, North, no, I can't was, believe it's too old. All of this, poor North is like. Again, she like you made her face look so poor confused. is a stretch. Like, poor is a stretch, but like you, you know what you mean. We, we know yeah. what you mean. But North's being, face even looked like is she yeah. talking to me? Like, <laughs> are you talking to me, bitch? I know I like, you're not talking to me. <laughs> just repeating the truth. Live with it. Live in your truth, Kim. Live in your truth. So next, we're going to do the big Travis I'm Pregnant reveal. Um, I thought it was interesting throughout this episode that Courtney and Travis kept fucking up with the gender, kept saying, oh, his last name will be Barker. If it's yeah. a girl, if it's a boy. Or like, his name will be Rocky or like, 13. Rocky. If it's a if boy. It's a boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
which is I like appreciate they're like I they were trying to do it the fun way and yeah and I think again they're celebrities and so there's some amount of like weight to their announcement but I feel like their announcement was so much more organic and like fun than like I said earlier in the episode with like Kylie with Wolf and like Chloe with Tatum where it's like it was just dragged out it's like I felt like at least and Courtney should have fun with it it's she hasn't had kids in several years she has a new partner like have fun with it great I like Like, that I love that assessment because it's so true I always say about this family today it's so fucking serious like every even the birthday posts are so over the top deep like just say happy birthday and do some fun stuff like and I think that's great like this is like the I think first and only fun announcement yeah. of a pregnancy. Cor- we've got. Courtney was like glowing in this segment. And like, yeah. and the, the actual concert where it came out was like kind of like off the cadence of the show. Mm-hmm. It kind of was a surprise for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like fun. This portion I actually thought was fun to watch yeah. because it seemed like everyone was having fun. And then you also know in real time, it was fun to witness. It was fun to be like, oh, they're finally announcing it. Like, we knew she was pregnant, but, you know. And then the people that were like, oh, my God, Travis didn't know. But. Yeah. It's like he just was folk who love Blink-182 were like, oh, my God. It's like, yeah, they seem like they're having a good time. She's like five months pregnant. I think I like the story that we didn't know about how he originally wanted her to come on stage. And then she's like, no, which I like that she didn't do that. That would have been kind of lame. I go, I love this idea a thousand ten percent more than And it anything. seems like the kids were having fun with her. The kids were, like, excited to be a part of it. Like, everyone seemed like they were having fun. Yeah. More of that. Bama. <laughs> Bama. Can we there was fucking like, Mike Bama, please? Like, yeah, Bama, Bama makes interesting content. Yeah, she does. Mike Even when her, she's not wearing Luke. pants and doing weird stuff, <laughs> she's interesting. She's I'm just getting her, her, getting her lace front wig installed. Yeah. On the a Tuesday night like around Courtney. 11. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this reminds me, I didn't even mention this. <laughs> when they were still at the Met Gala. <laughs> Penelope is like my icon because she's everything that I'm not. Just, I think she's an Aries. She doesn't give a fuck. Uh, her red cowboy boots still live rent free in my mind. When they were in New York, she just had a wig on. No explanation. Yes. I I was kind of like, um, I backed it up twice because I was like, is that her haircut? No. <laughs> she had, and she was just sitting there with the wig on. And I'm just like, I love that. This is one time I love we're not explaining that she's just walking. It's like an old lady wig. It looks like an old lady wig, yeah. too. Just like, not a crisp wig, even. Just like, it's like she where just did like that went, come in, from? went in NJ's closet and was like, yeah. I need to take this to New York. Yeah. <laughs> I'll Penelope bring it back. Will, I swear. Penelope will always be an icon. Yeah. Now I have, to, I have to. Really fun. I have to add that into my article because I saw that, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I have to keep writing because I'm already. Behind no, I, 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 it, I, throughout the scene, I was like, <laughs> That's not her hair. I want to like, make that my profile picture so bad because that's how fun. <laughs> <laughs> I might just, you know what? That might be like the cover art of like <laughs> this, yeah. this episode. Well, and I did think there was a moment where like Scott and P were like chilling. That was really cute. <laughs> and then North and P at this concert, like you see 
sometimes the cynicism dies a little bit when you see the kids. It's like they're having fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I like when that's what I want to see. Like, I just want to see that. Courtney was like, "Yeah, I'm glad to be out, basically, so I don't have to worry about North accidentally filming my bones. yeah." Well, and like in this scene, and Courtney's not like forcing North to talk or Pete yeah. to talk or Bama to yeah. talk. Like it felt very organic. Like I felt yeah. like this was one of the funner funner more fun scenes we've seen in a while <laughs> i thought it was great it was very interesting also i criticized courtney's little bob at not criticized but i was kind of like she kind of looks like a karen but in this scene her hair was so like easy going like the all her pregnant scenes where she had the bob before she or after she bleached it i don't even know mm-hmm. the timeline but she just seems stoked in this scene. And yeah. she seemed very, like, carefree. I want all the family to feel this carefreeness. I want us all to get injected with the carefreeness. We've got yeah. to. Because even, like, next week's episode, the previous I saw, it's the same. Uh, I'm so stressed. I'm not an actress. Oh, my God. We're opening the store. Ah, <laughs> like, everything is just so. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and Courtney has always gotten the rap of being, like, the stick up her ass and, like, complaining about everything. Hasn't always been wrong, but it's, like, if you're having a good time or you have the opportunity to have a good time, take it. Um, Yeah, and you just remind me, even Chris next week. What? The gender reveals tomorrow? I can't believe yeah. it. Like, well, oh, and the, then the thing that where she's, like, she didn't know that Courtney was going to Courtney, they made it seem like she didn't know Courtney was pregnant, but we knew that she knew that Courtney was pregnant. She didn't know that Courtney was going to announce it because it was like, I want to say it was like a couple days before the Hulu show started. So they were hoping that like we could get a couple episodes in thinking Courtney wasn't pregnant yet. And I love that for Courtney. Yeah. Anyway, that was episode nine season, I think four. We have one more Wherever episode to go that aired tonight. So that will come out sometime next week. Whenever. <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> Since we're all dying to see the season finale. Um, let's do Tyra Mill. Tyra Mill. Tyra Mill. Tyra Mill. Title of this one is Are There More Say Bibles? Uh, which basically she's asking, are there older episodes posted? No, because it's a paid service. So when we took a break from paying. Um, on a, another random note, whatever the most recent episode of this thing they call a TV show was, it was actually nice to see Kim and Courtney getting along genuinely and being nice to each other. It reminds me of the season keeping up when Kim is pregnant with North and her and Courtney are baby shopping. It's actually nice to have a brief glimpse into sisterhood from these two. Courtney is still the absolute worst, though. Those fucking lemmy gummies, my God. Like Jayla with her bloody skincare. You know, neither of those twats are using their own products. Love the pod. Love, love, love. Um, She's an Aussie. Aussie. I mean, I agree. I think the thing that I tend to, like, go back to giving Courtney the credit is I feel like Courtney stomachs a lot of Kim's weirdness. And then when she's like against it she's the bad guy mm-hmm. but they're sisters they're always neither one of them will ever be right they're just sisters that fight but at the end of the day i think kim's the one who's driving the machine 
So. Yeah. And it's like the housewives <laughs> to compare them to. You don't want them fighting all the time. You like good, a good, a good tussle. And then they're back to like, you know, yeah. making out in the spa with each other, you know, something like, like Melissa and Teresa on New Jersey. That New Jersey used to be one of my absolutely favorite cast. Same. Same. Cannot watch anymore. How <laughs> right. like Teresa has literally gone to prison and back. Why is it still Melissa, Teresa? I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Then you look at, like, the Richards, like, Kyle, Kathy, and Kim. It's always ebbing and flowing. They were just at an event, like, literally earlier today, where they're all together. And it was like, oh, like, that's interesting. Like, give us some ebb and flow. Yeah, unfortunately, because they genuinely don't like each other. They just have to no. be related. <laughs> we'll never get the flow. We'll always get the like the negative stuff, but we'll never get like Kim being like, hey, especially since they're not on E and they can't really force them to do anything. Kim will never be like, you want to go grab dinner, Courtney, and just talk? Yeah. Like, it will never fucking happen. Well, so. yeah, and I, th- I think, yeah, they're, they're, the way that they best like provide content is very different. And so mm-hmm. it generally comes at the expense of the other one seeming insane. Yeah, yeah. So. Especially, like, since Courtney doesn't care either, it's so hard. It's like, I don't yeah. need to make up with you on camera. And like they said, yeah, we'll just good. dust it under the rug. Just boop, boop, boop. Holiday party, uh, see you there. Right. The next one is Let Nori Live. Hey, ladies, it's been a while. It's been a while. I don't think I've written all year, but life has been a humbling experience, or should I say I've been truly humbled under God. Thugger, I have been listening actively and watching the show barely. I am a geriatric millennial, but I do find myself on TikTok these days amongst the youth. And of course... That's where I found myself when North's iconic episode dropped. I must say, I was shook by the vile comments made by a 10-year-old. Like, have we forgotten that this is a child of two narcissists? Um, what is I? What is that? I'm not. Oh, I think she's saying, I don't know what they were truly expecting, typo. But in my view, she is just as confident as I expect her to be. And, and let me just add that Nat spoke her entire personality into existence. Why are they so mad at her when she was literally baited into critiquing the designs and giving commentary on people's met looks? She even offered not to say anything as opposed to lying. And that sounds like some goodish upbringing to me. That's true. She was like, if you don't want me to say anything, bitch, let me know. Anyway, we still stand Nori around these parts. I say let her live. Side note, did we ever talk about her confessing her dyslexia diagnosis? I cannot recall. I believe she's what the family needs to needs or dare I say deserves. And before I get off this email, I have to add that I want to be freed from the shackles of the trash can Thompson storyline. I'm begging them to leave this ninja in the dust. Anyways, you guys made it to my Spotify wrap as per usual. Love y'all and enjoy the break from this family's antics. Yeah, I, for, uh, I forgot about that. She did say, if you don't want me to say anything, let me know. Let me remind you that Penelope punches nannies in the face. Where is the, where is the outrage when that's happening? But Norm tells you your, your dress is ugly and it's time to, like, write a dissertation? Yeah. No. I think, yeah, I definitely think there is. And similarly, we saw um, with Beyonce's, like, renaissance coming out. Uh, there's, like, a section where she talks about how Blue wanted to dance. 
And then she danced and everyone said she wasn't good enough. So then she like, yeah. People have way too many opinions. And again, Nat- neither Natalie or I are parents. We don't have kids. And we're happy to say that kids are insane, you know, right, right, and right. they're a f- reflection of their parents, all these things. But like the way that there are some people on the internet that can't put their the critical thinking cap on and be like, North is just a product of her environment. Yeah. And a child. And Kim is a liar. <laughs> and Kanye. Right. Kanye, like, why are you, why are you telling like a ten year old or nine year old, whatever she is now, what her, how her behavior should be? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's weird. It's yeah. I wouldn't tell any ten year old how to live their life because I don't know. Yeah, I just leave. <laughs> yeah, just just be like, ah, uh, this isn't leave. really my fight. So this is my battle. It's not my ministry. And I, I mean. I've said before, I'm sure North is a lot, but she's being forced to give all these sound bites on the show because of Kim. So leave her alone. Direct yeah. your anger towards Kim or the producers of the show, which is Kim. And also, no one's taking the, the criticism of a 10-year-old that seriously. No one's like, oh, my God, North said I should burn this. I gotta burn. Like, people yeah, usually she- know 10-year-olds don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Well, and also sometimes, cool, fun, you hear a funny thing a kid said as a criticism, but also they might say something that isn't filtered through the filter that you would get from people who are on your payroll, for example. Like, yeah. sure, make it fun, but instead of being opening her up as a kid to the internet being like, I can't believe you never speak to your mother that way. It's like, this kid has already had to endure everything that the kardashians have done your her dad saying she was going to be smushmorshined like all these things like please just pull yourself together right because leave her alone kim chloe kim chloe courtney kendall and kylie i'll throw rob in there because i'm sure he counts too they all talk the most shit to chris so where the fuck do you think their kids get it from? Like you know how badly they talk, they talk to, to each Chris? other. <laughs> oh my god! How yeah. badly they talk to Chris? Like please. Well, and yeah, again, I think the idea of like being loyal to your parent just because she said it after she told her to be nice—that's weird. Like you shouldn't <laughs> like demand your child to understand loyalty as a concept. Again, I'm not a child psychologist, but I don't think that's something you can demand of a child. And they and they have like you're their parent, so they're gonna just listen to you and be like, okay, better do that. Or be like, fuck you, I'm gonna do the exact opposite. Like saying be nice to everybody was a good start, but be like loyal to your mom, that's weird. So uh Kim said, North, let's talk about NDAs. <laughs> And what yeah, it means I need you to sign this. <laughs> when I say that Kendall is my nemesis, I need you to never repeat it or Don't repeat I anything. will sue you and emancipate you um, and send you to wherever your dad is. Let's talk NDAs. Okay, the last one is Mrs. Jenner, Miss Chloe, and OJ. Ooh, got chills. 
Hello from Tasmania. Just an observation. My opinion email. You don't have to read just my thoughts. Oh, we're doing it. I've watched the case since the beginning numerous times and distinctly remember certain incriminating statements by Miss J. And that and at that time, Caitlin. Miss J herself. So that's Chris. I'm assuming. Yes, Chris Jenner. Um, Miss J. Um where am I at? One. Number one. (laughs) Miss J herself in early episodes on talking about Chloe's birth said, where did you come from? As she didn't look like daughter one and two. There is a definite nose and genetic features very similar to OJ and the hairstyle pre-surgery. It could all actually be the case of three possibilities. MJ emotion or Miss J emotionally manipulated manipulation of Chloe to read the letter of her birth and later on camera opening up DNA heritage that Chris could have faked. Chris is hell-bent on the narrative of Robert being Chloe's dad, even to the point of now using Tatum as Robert incarnation. I don't think any of the grandkids like Lovey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, it's very like, uh, like, Bird vomits. I don't like her. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. On the subject of reincarnation, back to the topic at hand. A shaman, I think she means shaman in Thailand, told Kim via uh, interpreter that she would have another boy, Sam, who is the reincarnation of Kim's father. The sister rivalry on whose child has the incarnation of their father could be a future Miss J generated storyline. At the time, the obsession Kate, with Robert is so weird. Yeah. At the time, Caitlin talking to one of the daughters, he said, Chris once told me he should never trust her. Chris once told me sh- he should never trust her. I don't know what that means. Yeah. So, Caitlin, Chris once, Caitlin said, Chris once told me she should never trust her. So, Caitlin should have never trusted Chris. So oh. What Chris was saying. Oh, okay. Got it. Kendall bears similar features to Todd. <laughs> Kylie is definitely I'm a general. Todd Crimes. <laughs> yeah, no, Kendall, though, is 1,000% Jenner down. Jenner down. <laughs> On a trip to wine country with Food God, Chris, who's FG? Food God. Oh. Oh, okay. I see what she did. Okay. On a trip to wine country with Food God, Chris, Food God, and another good-looking fellow. Who's the first good-looking fellow? Are we talking it was about probably Simon. It said another as an addition to. I'm like, we can't oh, yeah. be talking to Food God. But I think he probably means Simon. It was yeah. probably Simon or like maybe Chris. Yeah, yeah someone. He just happened to be on a trio bike adventure. I believe this handsome fellow and Chris, by body language alone, were involved. And Food God was there to be a decoy. No daughters were there on a weekend getaway, pre-Corey. Chris has also said she keeps her private life tight, meaning no one knew what Chris was up to uh, in between marriages from her marriage to Caitlin and then meeting Courtney. So in between her marriage ending from Caitlin to Corey, we really, really didn't know like, was she outside? Was she wasn't uh, because of her power machine, but she also gives us slippage certainly enough over the years to piece together the secret slippery slope whew, of Miss Jenner. So the real question I asked will have, and I will have to answer myself by rewatching every episode from episode one to see if needed. 
Has Miss J instructed a re-edit on previous episodes, deleting Miss J's slippage or comments like above? Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. They still have a... They don't even care. They don't care. Remember, and they still have a scene, I think, when this is when Kim was pregnant. And I think Scott told her that the baby was going to match how dark the stroller was. Like, something weird like that. The thing is, we always talk about their old school PR-ness. The old school PR ways just keep flooding with other stuff and people forget. Yeah. That's their strategy. Unfortunately, we don't forget. But also, unfortunately, not everyone's going to be going back looking up all this shit. Yeah, but exactly. They're not going to bother. One, but one day, somebody will just randomly post on TikTok and they'll be like, what? Yeah. Um, also, points outside the show, the amount of pollution and waste the family generate via their clothing, makeup, product promotion, business, and excessive use of ba- balloons and decorations. Balloons. <laughs> that end up in landfill as millions of makeup cases and flat balloons plus pollution from manufacturing plastics and unnecessary packaging is not questioned by anyone. Well, better get binging. Enjoy your podcast. <laughs> and perspective best wishes from Pretty Tasmania. Man, you hang in there. Don't drive yourself crazy trying to look for this content. I can see it said, um, that gif where, you know, Charlie Day is like, yeah. <laughs> Carol, Carol. Right. <laughs> like all What's the conspiracy it? theories. Pepe? Like, don't drive yourself like, crazy, Tasmania. Please, they're not worth like, it. These people have been waiting for their mail for days, and in fact, they keep asking me about it. <laughs> yeah, Pepe de Sylvia or whatever. Like, to be fair, um, lose it. Yeah, they very openly talked about Chloe's biological father issues early on in the seasons natalie and i were both witnesses some of you older folks out there you elder millennials we all know that's why it's even more insulting that now however many years later they're like doing all this stuff i don't think it's i will always say it's not oj kim or chloe is not oj's daughter yeah not (laughs) at all it's the hairdresser yeah (laughs) but no it's it's yeah, yeah. Robert um, raised her. There was something it said about we were there. Yeah, we were there, and they had a whole episode. Even one time uh, when Chloe was like, "Well, I don't care." Kim like even pressed the issue. Was like, "Well, why were you crying? Ask me. Is it true? Is it true? Is it true?" But my thing is the way Chloe grew up. I would hope that she didn't just now ask that question and like. At like 20 something years old. This is back when it first aired because you haven't looked like anybody since. I think it's been an open secret. And I think it also says a lot about Chloe's like way that she navigates things. But then also you see, like, we always talk about with Robert, it's like Robert Kardashian that is the third, not. Robert Jr. This every season for how long now? Like a decade? It feels like they've been trying to be like Robert Kardashian was a saint. Chris and Robert were in love. Chloe's dad is Robert. It's like, who are you convincing? Us? Yeah. Or you? Like, we don't even care. Like, literally in early seasons, you were joking about taking a DNA test. Yeah. Yeah. 
we we really don't mind anymore. Like Chloe's like damn near forty. It's really okay. Yeah. And Kate Caitlin always talked about how they were like friends and stuff. It's like we were all cool with that. When did the switch happen to like we need to all believe that Chris wasn't married to Caitlin for however many <laughs> years and had two entire children and that everyone should stay with whoever they were married to the first time and fathered children with. Except for Kendall and Kylie. Just pretend that. Right? Well, Kylie, especially. Like, can we talk about Mr. Scott? Travis Scott. Yeah. So you can't even no, say it Mr. Doesn't matter. Scott. If it fits the storyline, uh, yeah. it's. I don't know how they pick and choose the storylines, but it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Say Bible. Tyra Mail. God. <laughs> like forgetting the words. <laughs> that's Tyra Mail from Say Bible. And if you have a Tyra Mail... Email it to saybiblepodcast at gmail.com. Say podcast at gmail.com. Like I said, this was episode if nine. Nine. Yeah. Tennis yeah. happening tonight. We'll review that. God knows when. Yeah. If yeah. we came up on your Spotify wrapped, tag mm-hmm. us. Also, the merch store is on if you want. We have a Chris, a Kim, and a Kravis holiday design uh it's in the link tree or whatever t public um i also made cards i'll share it with natalie i don't know yeah where it lives but uh someone requested cards but they didn't have it on t public so i put it on zazzle so share that um if you guys want to use that design um, sweet Happy Merch. holidays. It doesn't even feel like we're creeping up on the holidays. It's Not been a, 2023 was a real, real sprint. It went by way too. I was going to say, it went by way too fast. Like, what the fuck? What what happened? I got to yeah. go back and look at my picture. Like, what did I do this year? In a bad way. Sometimes the years go by fast in a fun way. This yeah. was like, what the fuck was this? <laughs> felt very busy doing nothing, if that makes yeah, sense. Busy exactly. and nothing to show for it. Like, <laughs> I was busy. I don't know what the fuck yeah. I have to show for it, but I was busy. Anyway, have a good whatever you're having, and we'll talk to you later. Bye.